<laughs> what? It's just funny that we normally record a podcast when we're in my car, and we're now we're recording it when we're in someone else's bed. Yeah, well, at least we don't have two, like, strangers looking down on us like we did the first night. That's not going to make sense to anyone. What's that weird noise? Did you just hear that? Is there somebody breaking in? No, you had me open up the window, so there's <gasps> probably stuff. That's just the fan kicking on okay. in the room. And then you had me open up the two windows, so there's lots of noises. We're in New York City, so. Welcome to the Shaleen Show. Normally, I would say put your seatbelt on, but today I'm going to say fluff up your pillow because we're going to do some pillow talk. This will be fun. All right, so Brett and I are both here with you, and we are recording live from our New York... What's wrong? Nothing. I don't want you to hit me in the head. I was just trying to get close to you. I know, but the way you were doing it, you probably were going to headbutt me. <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> Worse has happened. If you have done crazy stuff. By accident. I know, it's always by accident, <laughs> but it's... And the reason why that's so funny is because I'm coordinated, but I'm also very clumsy. And so in the midst of, shall we say, adult relationships, I have <laughs> done numerous things that have ended the relationships for that evening. Oh, my God. They're so funny. OK, so none of that's going to happen right now because we are cuddled up in our bed and it's a full size bed or is it a queen size bed? It's a queen size bed. So we should start with that. So. All right. So we are. On no the, clue what we're talking about. I, we're just going to talk. Okay. We are on the final, I guess you would say, hiatus, leg, leg. Final, final leg of our New York experience. Brett and I decided that we would spend 30 days, or not 30 days, like basically four weeks, in New York City. And people ask, like, why? Well, because we are empty nesters, and we lived very, I don't want to say, like, stationary lives, wouldn't you say? We didn't travel much. No, not with only, you know, when we could, like spring break and Christmas break and stuff like that when we were when our kids were little. And they didn't have sports. Yeah. And now we are footloose and fancy free and we are not going to collect any moss. We're gonna we're gonna live for extended periods of times in different cities and bring our laptops with us and stay in contact with our team and our kids and our family and friends and experience the world like life is too short to like stay in one place and we have designed our whole lives to do this so we're pretty stoked about it and I thought I would like you know invite Brett into the conversation and tell you a little bit because lots of people have been asking like about our experience here in New York City and what we thought and what we've done, etc. So I thought, let's start with the apartment that we rented. Okay. Well, first of all, we're in a queen-size bed. And not to sound like sleep snobs, but like when I looked at it, I was like, what? We've been in a king-size bed since we got married. We were in a king-size bed when we were in college. We didn't sleep together in college. Whatever. Anyways. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's been a few nights where I, I just... You're really close to me. You move around Right now? No, no, oh. no, no. You move around at night. You're really... You push me out of the bed. That's what... That I, I don't... That is not true. Every time I wake up, I'm in the same exact spot. You are the one that moves around all the time. 100%. 100%. I don't know how... I want to put a camera on we our should. bed. We should. Because then should. you would write me an apology. No, that's not accurate. I move around, but it's usually because... Listen, ladies and, and gentlemen. You do this technique. I don't even know what it's called. It's called a tug and roll. 
It's okay. called a tug and roll. So she tugs the pillows and then rolls. So every the pillows time, or the blanket? The blanket. So every time she does that, she gets about five or six more inches of the covers. So by two hours into the night, I have no covers. These are lies. Anyways, here's what does happen. And tell me if you guys agree. If I am turned towards the middle of the bed then that means you can't be turned towards the middle I'll of the never bed. never do. Yes, you do. Here's what I, I don't want you breathing in my face. Like, I got here first, so don't breathe in my face. But I'm you never going to be You need to turn the other way. I'm never going to be there that long because I don't sleep on my right shoulder. I sleep on my left shoulder. So well, when I'm, you are, I'm like, go, I was here. I'm going to be there for just a second. I'm just letting my left shoulder re- <laughs> have a little break. It's like a, it's like a, just a half of a rep. So that was the first thing is our bed is a little small and we... And right now you're treating it like a twin. Just will you please focus? Okay. Don't act like you have ADHD. We brought our own sheets and stuff because, I don't know, to me... Because that's what you do when you're going to live someplace for a month. I think so. Even if I'm going to go for a weekend, when it comes to sheets, a hotel's different because I know that they're constantly like replacing those sheets. For some reason, I feel like it's different, but at someone else's, at an Airbnb, like it just feels, I don't know, it feels weird. It's like, mm, what's happening on these sheets? I'm not going for that. So I always bring our own sheets. We got to the apartment and it's, how many square feet is this? I think it's 22. No. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's 2,000. I think it is. Really? I think I, it's under that. Maybe 1,800. Well, maybe but 18 one of the bedrooms is not available. Yeah. So anyways... It's a lovely, like, true Soho experience. Wood floors, exposed brick, red piping, like, fire hydrant piping throughout the apartment. Great views of the downtown Soho, the middle of Soho. It's, like, right on a super-duper busy corner where there's, like, hot bars and the bodega and fashion. And, I mean, it's, like, in the center of Soho, prime location. But it's a traditional, what they call, third-story walk-up. I don't know how tall the building is, but like we're on the third floor. There's three above us, so there's six stories. Okay. And it's a walk-up, which is like a really cute way of saying it has no freaking elevator. Yeah, it is a cute way of saying it. They have an elevator. It just doesn't work. And the elevator goes right into the apartment. That's kind of cool. That would have been cool. It would have been cool, but we don't have one. So we had to like literally carry up these giant boxes Um, and giant... um, I'm sorry, you had to just carry out these giant boxes and giant, what do you call them? Suitcases. Suitcases, And the stairs are like, it's so old that the stairs, the wooden stairs are like worn out in in the the middle middle by like three or four inches. It's kind of crazy, but it's awesome. I mean, the apartment is super cool, but the people who we rented it from, like no offense, I don't know that they would ever listen to this podcast, but they just don't have a sense of like, how to trip this place out and make it look super dope. Like, they've done a great job well, let's, of redecorating. Let's, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. They haven't lived here for over two years. That's true. So we don't know if they just made it super generic and they took all their stuff to their new house where they live in a different state mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, put stuff up and they're just like, okay, you know, our friends are just going to come here. Yeah. I mean, right now, the only reason why we're in an Airbnb in New York is people might be listening like, how are you in an Airbnb in New York? Because there's no such thing. You're right. You can't get an Airbnb or v- VRBO. VRBO because I think they have some kind of rule or regulation in New York. Because if you go on their site mm-hmm. and start putting stuff in, you ain't finding anything. Mm-hmm. That's true. The reason we, why we got it is because we had reserved it before COVID. Yeah. And then when COVID hit, we were like, we won't cancel. We'll just... 
postpone. postpone it until they open up travel again. So anyways, the location is amazing. The apartment's really beautifully... The like, kitchen's insane. Kitchen's gorgeous. The bathrooms are gorgeous. Like, they've really... You can just tell, like, really high-end fixtures, etc. But it's just weird. Like, I'm not even going to tell you how much we're paying for this. Doesn't matter anyways. But just to think about what real estate costs here in New York is mind-freaking-blowing. Mm. Yes. And to I, think, like, because, I mean, like, when we started walking up the steps to go into this place, I was like, what have you booked us in? Like, what is this? Yeah, but then you walk around. Were you tripping out a little bit? No. A li- Come on, be honest. No, I figured, like, because I just figured that apartments, because I've watched so many shows about New York real estate. I've that, never seen a halt, like, stairwell like that. I though. know, they don't show you that kind of stuff, but, like, I saw the pictures and we also sent over people that lived in New York before COVID hit to go through this apartment. Yeah. And they gave us like, oh, it's great. We would live okay. there in a heartbeat. So okay. I wasn't nervous about it. With that being said, I would like to try something else next time. Sure. I don't Because I don't think that- we need to be in the heart of Soho. No, we don't. We don't need to be in the heart of Soho. I like to be in a cute little like, you know, like I like Tribeca. I like Chelsea. You really like Chelsea. Yeah, the meatpacking district area. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was nice because you could see the water. Yeah, that was awesome. So I'm starting to kind of understand where we live and stuff. And but okay, so let's talk about some of the things. Let's just talk about how we've lived our life here for the last couple of weeks or three weeks or four weeks, whatever. We just are going to live our lives as we do in California, but in other locations. So we were still working. We were still doing, obviously, podcasting and webinars and creating content. And we created a routine after four or five days. It was, you know, we we both kind of like, I think because we first went to Miami and then we came here Mm -hmm. and we never got off a, a schedule we never got off our California time in Miami in the first week here. Dude, we, never we are got... still on California time. What are you talking about? We're recording I know, this at but, midnight. But, but we've gotten better at waking up a little bit earlier. Not even. Okay, but okay. Then maybe we have it. Are you joking? I think I feel like I'm getting more tired. I, I think I'm forcing myself to stay up a little bit later, but I'm starting to feel more tired at like 1030 at night now. Okay, but we haven't gone to bed before midnight even one time. I understand that, but I also think that's just the different... I mean, and I think the East Coast people that listen to your show will say that it's just an East Coast thing. People go to bed later. Hmm. All right, well, let us know. Is that true? Respond in the pod squad. Just think about the sports. Sports don't even start out here. Like, a sporting event doesn't even start out here until like 8 or 8.30 at night. So if somebody wants to watch a game, they can't even go to bed till 10.30 or 11.00. Could you live here? No. How come? I think it's, I would get a little too claustrophobic. What do you mean? Why? Because, like, I like being able to drive and, like, get out and go run errands that way rather than just walk my errands, you know? Hmm. So I love it. I think it's fun. I think the city's always alive. It makes you feel like you want to go, go, go and stuff. The food is great. It's just amazing how much stuff is around here. Like, you don't even realize, like, like you can get everything that you want and you would be, like, when, well, we were just talking about this at dinner. Like, you fully put a nursery, plants and flowers into this apartment because they didn't have any. And I was like, where are we going to get this in the middle of Soho? And, like, we just walked up, like, ten blocks and here's a freaking beautiful nursery right in the middle of Chinatown that delivers flowers and stuff and plants 
and it's as good as anything in California. Yeah, but I find the reason why uh, I don't know how anyone could live here without Amazon or like all the delivery services. And that to me is kind of a strange thing. Like, because I think about every time I see somebody on one of those bikes with these giant, giant coolers with their food yep. and they're on these bikes and, I, and I'm like that is so dangerous it's so I mean like that is a death defying job and I that know. person is making a little bit more than minimum wage plus tips and they're risking their lives like they can't afford to live in the city but they're doing those jobs to help people like us who are like I don't want to have to you know or walk to Whole Foods and walk back with bags because no one has cars and it's just, I don't know, like to me, it's not as convenient as I thought. Like, so where's the Home Depot? Where's Michael's? Those are the stores I go to. Do you know what I mean? Like, where do I buy Gorilla Glue? What if I need rhinestones? Like, it's and, not and, simple. And, and people that are from New York are going to be like, oh, it's this and this. That's because they've lived here for years and years and years. But when you come here and visit for a month, like, you just don't. Well, but. Uh, you start to learn. Like, today, yeah. I had to do, I had to send boxes back to yeah, California. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't have a scale here. I can't, I don't have boxes to box this stuff up. I'm just going to find a FedEx. And I was like, there's got to be one around here. Uh-huh. There was one. Point four miles away from here. It took me six minutes in a in a SUV. I brought the boxes in there. I just went into FedEx and they shipped it all. So I mean, there's ways to like adapt, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there is. But here's the difference: in another month, yeah. I might have had to do that, and it could be snowing. Oh out. yeah, yeah. And then it's like you know because like we've been in snow. But we've been in snow in like Park City, where it's still like you just jump in your car and you or drive Michigan, somewhere. You, yeah, yeah. You know, you just drive. But here, you can't drive. Yeah. I mean, to have a car in the city, I mean, is useless. Yeah. You just keep it in a garage, and you know, maybe you go on the weekends, you go to a different state, or you know, you get out of the city. But you know, I mean, like talk about four thirty. In where we're at. Oh, gosh. At 4.30 p.m., forget about it. From 4.30 to like 7, 7.30, you can't move. The Every street's a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, like you'll click on the app to say like, for example, I've been going to Soul Cycle classes and it'll say eight-minute walk or 47-minute drive. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow. Okay, so it's been great, though. I've absolutely loved it. Last week, I know I had a mini breakdown on the podcast. And, you know, it's interesting. Like, it's a week later, and I'm still getting these condolences messages on Instagram. And I really appreciate those. I mean, some of the messages have been so heartfelt. Like, when I read the message, I start to tear up again. But I also hope people understand. Like, you understand this about me. I never, like, hide emotion. I just let it come. But I'm very even. So when I do have moments where I might break down, like once I do, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. That's like your tipping point and then you're good after that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good, y'all. I'm good. Oh, she's been I'm very strong. Week. Yeah. Very strong. Very strong. It was a good week. Yeah. We had a really, I mean, it's, we still have another day, but like we have some friends coming in. My college roommate's coming in tomorrow. Shalene's girlfriend, you know, 
girlfriend from high school is Jen Dovo is in town. Barbara Dalski. Yeah, so we have people coming in. We've had people come in every weekend. Michaela and Mindy were here. Monica was going to come in. I know you guys know Monica from the Turbo and videos. Sierra and Roman were here. But Monica Roman had parents. a bunch of stuff going on, so she couldn't come. And yeah, and Sierra and Roman our and daughter and Roman, her fiance and his parents came to surprise them. That was fun. That was amazing. And so, yeah, we've had guests like in and out, which is fun too, because then we kind of feel like we know what we're doing and showing people places. Anyways, that's NYC. We've loved it. We got into a little routine. You know, I, I kind of had like a little pity party last week on the same day that I recorded the podcast where I, I basically told my team, like, all right, too much work. Like, there were a couple of days where I was working 12 hour days, and I was a little annoyed with you. I mean, resentful. Yeah, because you have a lot going on right now, and you didn't tell the people to pump the brakes. Yeah, so I was mad at you. For not telling them to tell No, them. I was mad at you for living your life. Mm. And meanwhile, I wasn't, I was working my life, and I was, so I was a little mad at you. Okay. Not mad at you, I was resentful. Jealous. Jealous. Yeah, jealous. Envious. Envious. Can't be jealous, but envious. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, all I was doing was working and going to the gym. I know, but that wasn't, but you were like enjoying yourself. Yes, you were like, I'm going to go run some, face. yeah, yes. you were like, I'm going to go run some errands. I'm like, must be nice. <laughs> then you're like, I'm going to go to the bodega. I'm like, have fun. Well, I, got, I have to go to the bodega. I work over there. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm doing a, well, actually, when you guys listen to this, I'll be doing a, a meet and greet with some pod squad folks. Just before we go to watch Heather McDonald's comedy show, that'll be super fun. I will not be attending either. Yeah, that's all right. Yep. I don't want people showing up thinking they're going to see me. Oh, you think a lot of people will be doing that? You just never know. You never know. If you're listening to this in the morning and you're going to be joining me for the meet and greet, or if I do a meet and greet in your city, I'm just hoping that you'll hear this message ahead of time. I love doing the meet and greets if it's like fun and we're taking photos and having a quick laugh. Can I tell you the things you know what I don't like about meet oh, and greets? Yeah. What? People coming up to you and telling you a like, sad story. A sad story or like an emotional story. Just, yeah, just it's a meet and greet on a Friday night. Come, drinks, fun. Funny stories. Quick photo. Quick And photos. be aware. Here's the thing. Like, I, and now yeah, someone's going to listen to this after the meet and greet, and they're going to be like, oh, no, I was that girl. Yeah. But here's the deal. The meet and greets, I feel responsible for every single person's energy in the entire room. So if I'm talking directly to one person, and this person is telling me about how they had cancer, and then they're... Their dog died, and then and you know listen to yeah this person yeah Mm -hmm. and the podcast helped them get through all that, and they start crying, and and now they're talking to me, and it's like fifteen twenty minutes, and I know there's like thirty other people I want to talk to, and their eyes are piercing through me, like are you almost done? Because I have something I need to tell you, and then I start like panicking in my head, like I've got to pay attention. This person is telling me this very remorseful story, and and now I'm feeling their emotion. And I'm trying not to feel their emotion because I don't want to get down because I'm about to talk to someone else who's like not down. And I'm also now worried about the person who's been waiting too long to talk, like, you know, waiting for 40 minutes because this other person didn't notice that there were 30 other people who, you know, want to say hello. Here's what I always say. I want to hear your story, but put it on paper, like put it in a letter or something, because it's just, it's just it's a not weird, appropriate. 
it's not appropriate to tell your like super moving like and it's a meaningful story, but it's not the right time no, it's because not the right time. there's other people there who are like you know there for high fives and let me tell you about yeah. my favorite episode or whatever. Photos, photos and f- fun and drinks. That's all. That's it. Yeah, I'm excited to go to a comedy show. I'm excited to have my girlfriend Jen and Barb here. That's going to be a great time. And your friends, the comedians. That would be fun. And Heather, yes. And you're going to be hanging out with Brian. Yep. Which is a friend of ours from college. And then, and then we're going to pack up and not like right away, but we're we're on the final leg of this trip. And who knows where we'll go next? Actually, we do know where we're going to go next, right? We're going to go to Nevada after that. Yeah, we're going to go to Reno. Yeah. Tahoe on the Nevada side. And, uh-huh. then, and then we're heading out to Michigan for Thanksgiving. Yeah, so we've got a lot of travel planned. I know a lot of you are asking about Bob. And I say this every time people say, how's Bob doing? It's weird to say he's doing well. When well means you typically, like, somebody's getting better. That's true. So he's not ever going to get better because the disease doesn't allow you to get better. Once you get to a certain point, you don't get better. You just, you can plateau or you're going to get worse. One of those I wish there was something you could say that was like the right kind of question to ask someone who has a loved one with Alzheimer's. Because how are they doing? It's a weird question. It's like they're stable. You want to say they're stable? I, I use the word transition. Like he's transitioned well to his next stage. That's good. Yeah, but I've talked to him on the phone a couple of times, and I was delighted. I don't know if he's, like, pulling the wool over my eyes, but, like, I was like, hi, Bobby. He's like, I'm like, it's Shalene. He's like, hi, Shalene. You know, like, he, you know, obviously he knows my name, and he, when I say it, and he didn't say your name, but if I had said it, he he, said he agreed. And, and he said, how's his legs? No, how's his thing, he said. Yeah, he always says How's his, his thing? Yeah. I said, his legs are doing good, you know, the neuropathy. Brett's neuropathy, that's the other thing that we get asked often. And Brett is one fingernail width or thickness, getting better in increments of a uh, thickness of a fingernail. Does that make sense? They say it takes, when you have nerve damage, it takes a millimeter a day. So I get, so figure out what a millimeter is Mm -hmm. and go, that's how much progress i'm getting so it's very slow and like slow and annoying because but it is getting better you haven't regressed no i have not regressed i have not had any episodes i haven't like woken up and going that is way worse okay that's good and all my specialists back in california are so nice that they're reaching out to me and the fact that they say that i'm out of my environment out of my normal day routine and I haven't had another episode is yeah. really a strong sign. That's great. Yeah. Happy for you. Here's what I do love about New York. I love the fashion. I freaking love it. I love the food. Like I love all, every single restaurant we walk into. I'm like, wow, look at this cool little place. And it's just. The ambiances of the yeah. And I know one other thing that you like. What do I like? You like the the climate change. I you like, love you like, it. So it feels like we were just talking when we were walking back because it's cold. Like it's in the high 40s, but it's windy. So when I say, I, I understand people that like, it, yes, it's going to get colder, mm-hmm. but 
we're also coming off of basically summer for us because we're California. Like it doesn't start getting cold until like November or December. We're uh-huh. still like 80 degrees. And then we were in Miami. Then we came here. But the first week we were here, it was in the 70s. Yeah. So we were still in like shorts. I brought bathing suits, which is yeah, hysterical. We were walking to the gym in shorts and a t-shirt and walking back. That was the first week. Second week, it started getting cold and then it got warm again. And then this week, it's been flat out like, no, you got to wear a jacket to the gym. I love it. Yeah. I know you love that. I absolutely and some love rain. the change. We've had some rain. Oh, I love that too. I think I, I could live here for yeah, sure. Could. Why do you say that? Why do you say I couldn't live here? I could definitely live here. I, I just don't think you could. Why? I, I think that you would get a little bit like, well, no, because you're such a homebody. Yeah. If it was the right place, you couldn't live in this place. You know, this place, it's made me become a minimalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, if they had a video of our room, there ain't no minimalist going on. No? No. There's boxes and stacks of clothes. You bought another hanger. I, brought, I bought a rolling rack. A rolling rack for your clothes. Okay. Yeah. I and you've already sent two boxes of clothes home. You're painting me out as a hoarder. <laughs> you are a hoarder. Painting me out. You're making me out to be a hoarder. But like, oh, here's something that's interesting. I brought, I packed five workout outfits. I've noticed that. You have? Yeah, because I, I, you know. You're doing the laundry. I do a lot of the laundry. And so I've just noticed that you, you have your green pair, you have a black pair, yeah. and then you have the ones that look like camo, but they're more like spotted. Uh-huh. Those three. And then you have one like, yeah, maroon. And then you have one of your like tan with polka dots. Maybe. No, I didn't bring those. Um, something. So I brought like five workout outfits. <clears throat> and I remember when I packed them thinking, well, I'll just buy a bunch more. Like thinking that I need 30 different workout outfits for 30 days. And I'm like... Look at me wearing the same five leggings, and yeah. it's fine. And like, guess what? What? The manager, Don, at the crotch, he hasn't said anything. He's the nicest Quit. guy no, ever. He's, yeah. He asked me to be a trainer. Yeah. You can find a job anywhere right now in America. Yeah. Shalene was asked to be a personal trainer at Crunch, and I've been asked every night to be an employee at the bodega. That's true. We'd have jobs right now in New York. And I'm so thirsty that I asked him, oh... So what makes you want to hire me as a personal trainer? Because oh. <laughs> I wanted to hear him compliment. He's like, well, you've got great form. I'm like, really? What makes you say that? <laughs> I did. But anyways, we love New York City, and we're excited to go on our next adventure. And we'll be back here. Of course we'll be back here. But I just highly recommend this. You know, life is too short. I want you to plan a trip. And when I say you, I mean you, the person who's listening. I want you to... Just whatever your dream is, whatever, like, God, that'd be so cool. Don't say that would be so cool. Say to yourself, I'm going to do that. And it's going to be cool. Like, make a plan. What does it require? How much time do you need off? How much money would you need? Figure out what it would cost to stay there. Figure out how you would make that a possibility and what year and when, right? Like, I'm not saying it's in the cards necessarily for everyone right now, because, like, you know, even for us. It took us 25 years. Yeah, it took us a long time to be able to do this. And, and then even when we were ready to do it, things got, I don't want to say things got in the way, but like, you know, God served us up some interesting other plans and we had to be patient and wait for the right timing. But it's really worth it. It's really fun and it's been romantic and don't you think? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been, I just I, love walking down the street with you and holding onto hands, and I love seeing you so happy. Yeah, I do. I, I've been happy. Like when I say I can't live here, meaning I don't think I can live here like year round and be here yeah. all the time. But like, I'm just too much of I need to see water. I need to see ocean. Really? Yeah, I mean, so the next time we come here, I would rather get a place that we can see the Hudson or something like that. Okay. So do you think we could do this next fall? Yeah. Or, or why would we do it in the fall? Why wouldn't we try some like a spring, maybe come back in the spring? Oh, I like that. Because, I mean, those are the two times you'd want to be here is fall and spring. Because winter's really cold and there's no snowboarding in the city. So that's a no. And then we've, from what we understand... July and August are pretty mucky here in the in the city with the humidity and the heat, and it gets kind of stinky. Yeah. So we've heard, and not just from one person. So. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. If I am going to see you later tonight, I'm excited about that. Let's get a photo. And to everybody else, say hello inside the pod squad. You can join that group. That like If you listen to the show regularly, that's the place where you need to be because it's a very cool group of people. So I invite you to click on the link. It'll be in our show notes. And just wanted to remind you, love you, mean it, and I'll talk to you soon.